Welcome to A Little Knowledge is a Dangerous Thing, the podcast, and I have a special guest with me today, Jeffrey Daniel Clifford, who's eight years old. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. All right. This is the first time that we've gotten a chance to do this, and uh, but we'll do it over yes, and over. over and yeah. over. We'll, we'll have lots of stuff 50. to talk about. I bet you every time that we talk, we're going to have something about baseball that we got to talk yes. about. Too. It's like our favorite thing, right? It's my favorite thing, too. You know, I love it. I love baseball. Um, okay, so we are going to talk about sports today. Yes. Is that okay with you? Yes. Just to set the stage, you're in the second grade over, where are you going to school? Uh, Rachel Elementary School. Okay. The same school that uh, Kristen just got named uh, Student of the Year. Oh, yes. She set a high bar for you. Do you realize that? Yes. Okay. Well, you better do well. You I know, do maybe, do well. Maybe you'll get selected for that someday. Yes. I won't think worse of you if you don't, so that's all right. Uh, but let's talk about sports. You, you've been involved in several sports. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, talk just a little bit about jujitsu, which Five is a martial sports. art and a sport, right? Four things. Yeah, four things. So tell us a little bit about uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and, and what you're learning in that and about uh, a couple of the tournaments that you've already been part of. All right. So, like, I know what three moves that I love doing. First one is the Maricana. Second, armbar. And third, cross-collar choke. Okay, and those, uh, you can get the opponent to tap out on those? Most likely. Okay. And the easiest one to get the opponents to get tapped out to, the, the oh my gosh, what is it? I forgot. You'll think of it in a second. Yeah. So... In order to be able to do these moves, you have to be in the right position to do it. Yeah. Right? So, how do you learn? <clears throat> excuse me. How do you learn to maneuver yourself into the position you need to be so you can do some of these moves on your opponent? So you always have to move during the jujitsu because if you don't move, you'll get tapped out. Okay. So you're always competing against the other guy's move. Yes. Okay. Like, if somebody moves and it's, like, really bad for the other guy, you might, most likely might get him tapped out. Okay. And the idea is to score points. Yes. Um, if you tap somebody out, you win that. Yeah. But but a lot of times in a match, you'll just uh, accumulate points, and then whoever has the most number of points after yeah. three rounds or however many you go uh, is the winner, right? Yeah. Okay, so tell us about the two competitions that you went to. So the first one, I got a silver medal, and those were all because of points, mm -hmm. just because of points. And I did, like surprisingly good good well silver medal is pretty good yeah That's second just, place you know just first jujitsu tournament and i get silver okay 
And second, I didn't do that good, but I did get another medal, bronze. Okay, that's a third place. That's yeah. That's good. But how, how, there are a bunch of kids that are competing in this thing. There's <laughs> probably like a hundred. <laughs> <just, laughs> seemed like it. There were mats that were set up all the way through this arena that yeah. we, we were in. We got to see you go to the first one. Yeah. Um, we were out of town, I think, or something happened. We couldn't come to the second one. But uh, you did uh, nearly equally as well. Yeah. Um, and you have two medals to prove that. Yeah. Awesome. So are you still doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu? Yes. How many times a week do you get over there? Most likely three times. Okay. But since all of the other crazy stuff, probably like two times. Some of these other sports getting in the way? Yes. Okay. I can understand that. Um, it's, But you feel like you're progressing still, right? Yes. You're getting better all the time? Yes. So you must have some pretty good instructors there. Yeah. Have you gotten any um, hints from Uncle Dan? No. No? When he comes out, you need to get him to show you some things. Yes. I know that he spars a little bit with your dad. Yeah, I think, is he a black belt? Uh, he is, yeah. Uncle Dan is a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu after he was but did still, it for about 15, 16 years. But still, Coach Yago can destroy him. You think so? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll have to put them up against each other yes! and see how they do. We need to do that. Uncle Dan does, uh, well, I don't know how big your coach is, but um, you do usually he fight within weight classes. is huge. Okay. Well, see, that's, that's different. You usually don't have uh, a 150-pound person against a 230-pound person. Uh, just the weight itself would be tough. Yeah, a lot more tougher than you would think. Yeah. So let's let's talk about some of the distractions that uh, keep you away from the jiu-jitsu mat from time to time. One is flag football. How did you do in uh, flag football this year? We did really, really good. Haven't lost a single game. You won every game? Yes. Awesome. And uh, I am so surprised because it's only our first year. But the last game against the Seahawks, right? The yeah. Seahawks, that one gave it all away for the Seahawks. So it was like the last play. And they were so close from scoring. And then they, they hiked the ball. They threw it to the right person mm -hmm. i almost got the flag but then i missed it just by one little grab and then uh declan came to hang out and grabbed the flags for me so oh, that's awesome. yeah so you played with uh declan Clem? yeah you have any other baseball friends on that team most of my Half of my team is on there. Oh, okay. So you guys playing baseball and flag football. So that's yeah. pretty cool. And then uh, you're also now, uh, that season is over for the moment, but yeah. uh, you're playing soccer, right? Mm-hmm. So you've played positions on offense and defense? Yes. What were your positions? 
So first on offense is a striker, and mm-hmm. on defense is a defender that helps the goalie. Okay. And you've played two games so far this season? Yeah, we didn't do that well. Um, you play a game tomorrow, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I wish the best of luck to you for that. We're going to be in Royce City uh, doing the stream of Timothy's baseball tournament. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to miss you tomorrow. But um, when I can go, I'll go, and I'll Mm, watch you do that. mm, mm, mm. Uh, Mm. Let's do baseball. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, tell us first about uh, the final year of uh, final season of Coach Pitch that you did back in the spring. Um, give us a summary of uh, how you guys did. I'll, I'll give you a hint. You lost one game yeah. against the hooligans during the season. Yeah. But you hung in there during the playoffs, didn't you? Yeah. And do you want me to tell them about the championship? Yeah. Let's talk about the championship game. Okay. So it was the last inning person on... A second? So you guys are down a run. Yeah. Nine to eight. Yeah. And then you you got uh, somebody hit the ball that was Declan. Yeah. And he got on to second base. Yes. Okay. And then uh, there was a strikeout. We won't even say who it was, okay? Yeah. And then Easton Corbell comes to the plate. What happened then? Oh, I think I missed one, right? Because you guys tied it up first. Yeah, uh, we Let me did. go back. We looked at those plays here earlier. Um, Maverick Anthony got on with a single. That's what it was. Yeah. So Mav was on first, and Declan hit a double. Yeah, to make... And that scored Mav. Yeah, and then... And that tied it up 9-9. Yeah. Okay. Then what happened? And then Declan got to third... Stole third? Yeah. Yep. And then, well, let's just say that Easton hit a world, a championship winner. That's, it was a walk-off yep. double. Yeah. And what, and Clem, um, he was on third base. Yeah. So Declan, you know, when that, that hit went, all he had to do is just skip on down to home plate. You won the game yep. by one run and won the whole season. Yeah. And got the top trophy. Yes. You guys were so happy. I was sweating during that moment. It was tense, wasn't it? Yes. I, you know, we were streaming that, and, and I was nervous. Because we beat the drillers, the, like, and, yeah. a lot. But then we saw how good they were. They really were a good team. And I'm like, my jaw dropped. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, are you serious now? They just got so much more bad. Yeah, but you, well, you were behind. Yeah, you caught up. Yeah. That was very satisfying <laughs> to see that happen. Now, tell tell me a little bit about uh, this season. So, this is the first season of Kid Pitch. Yes, and so, we're you know doing... you start off with what T ball, and yeah. then the coaches pitch, 
and now the kids are pitching. So tell me about how different that is. No, there's four things. Okay, go. Uh, so first it's T-Bowl, then modified coach pitch whenever you get six pitches. And if you don't hit any of those six pitches, then you get the T. Oh, okay. So, and if you miss the T, which is surprisingly... People do that. Yes. They'll knock the T down like they hit a home run. Yeah, and... And then the ball just goes straight down. Yeah, and that will be an out. Mm -hmm. And then we go to coach pitch. Then full-time coach pitch. Yes. Okay. And then we go to kid pitch. Oh, so now you're in the first season of kid pitch. Yep. And we are undefeated so far. That's awesome. Yes. How is it different? It's so much more different because, like, the kids are pitching, and I'm like, there are some World Series Nolan <laughs> Ryan pitchers. <laughs> and then there's some that aren't. And there's some that throw the ball to another stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yes, there are some wild pitches yeah. and there are some past balls, uh, both of which you guys have done a great job of taking advantage of yes. by scooting over. You hit a single, you scoot over to second, scoot over to third, scoot and, over to home and scoot over to home. Yes. When the past <laughs> ball goes by the catcher and gets back to the backstop, walk over to first, <laughs> Yeah, there have been a lot of that. But you know what? In the last game that you guys played, it was more competitive. You had a, you won by quite a few runs in this last game. But I thought nine both. Nine to one. Yeah, it was nine to one. I thought you guys on defense did really well. And until the end of the game, uh, nobody got seven runs in a single inning. The yeah. first two or three games, we had to stop innings because you guys got seven runs, which is the max that you get. Yeah. So uh, I think you guys are getting better. Um, all of you kids, even the opposing teams, you're getting a lot better as this but comes along. But as my friend plays on another team he, at, during coach pitch, they've actually done way better Yeah. during coach pitch because whenever we still beat them, my friend was on that same team. Nine, oh, Manny? Yeah, Manny. Yeah. He, it was nine to four. Was the ending? Was the ending? And we still won. But now my friend is on the Oilers. Yep. And they were surprisingly weren't that better during the kid pitch because it was nine to one it was nine to one and i what i saw was your team got better yeah like look in the first two games i think the first game you had maybe like 15 runs or something yeah we did but you only had like one hit <laughs> which means that there was a lot of wild pitches and stuff going on and errors and out in the field right yeah. Uh, this time you guys had like uh, six hits, I think, yeah. during the game. And each, each one was by a different player on your team. Yeah. So it was very well balanced. And and uh, during the Rangers versus Oilers, and yes, we're the Rangers, um, 
I actually hit a two-run home run inside the park. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. You, to be technical about it, Full. you hit a single followed by a series of errors of throws <laughs> out in the field, and you you made it all the way around and scored. I so. just kept stopping and then going. And exactly. Stopping and going. <laughs> I so I'm not sure you should claim that it was a home run, but yeah. you know what? It you still hit is. the ball and you came and you touched home plate at the so end. So it's basically a home there run. There it is in the park. That was awesome. So well, it was error after error after error. They, you know, but one thing that I pointed out during that game when we were streaming it is the kids. Yes, you make errors. Your team makes errors. The other team makes errors. Yeah. But you're trying to do the right thing, okay? Which means um, somebody's trying to steal third base. Yeah. And so the catcher throws to third base. Yeah. Well, it's it's a bad throw or the third baseman doesn't catch it, whatever. It yeah. gets out into left field Yeah. and the runner comes home. But it was still the right thing to do. Yeah. Uh, and if, if the team wanted to prevent the other team from scoring, they never would throw to third base to try and pick off a runner. They would throw to home. So well, we they would just hold on to the ball to keep it, <laughs> keep the runner from coming home, right? Yeah, because they could just easily throw it to home, and then that would be it for the runner. So the point is, you do the right thing, Yeah. and you kids are a little small to execute all of that, but when you're in high school, your instinct will be to do the right thing. Yeah. To throw that ball to third or to second or whatever. Or and home. Or home, exactly. And uh, that will serve you well because yeah. it will become part of your playing instinct. Yeah. So we have to ignore the fact that there's a lot of errors and just know that uh, you guys are learning a lot as you yes. go. And you really have improved this season so far. So congratulations on that. A lot. There you go. Well, I had the pleasure of interviewing Jeffrey Clifford on this podcast, and we'll do many more over the years. So thanks for being here today. You're welcome. Appreciate that. And remember one thing. 